Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Team Preacher. Oh, redo. <laughs> All right, 26 again. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Behold, um, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. In verse 28, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, um, if it be thou bid me come unto thee on the water. So now here we are, Peter asking from the boat, Lord, let me come. If it is you, I want to walk on the water with you. So verse 29, and he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Verse 30, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. When I see this picture, I think of my own life, see this in my own life, and I know we all struggle in this same thing in our lives, where we are going about our normal day, and we go through life struggles and trials, and all of us have these different things in our life, and sometimes it's like, I I trust you, Lord. I know you're going to get me through it. I'm going to trust you all the way. And then when we see the boisterous winds, just like Peter, you know, he's doing something amazing, awesome. Man, I can't believe I have the courage to do this. This is amazing. But then we get caught up in the wind and we're just like looking around and we start seeing what's going on. We start to become more fearful. We become like Peter. And where he says, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried saying, Lord, save me. We all do that in our own trials and different parts in our life. We always come to this point where, Lord, save me. I just had fear. We had strength and faith. And then we fell down and had our fear moment. And then, of course, verse 31, which is the amazing verse. And immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand. Immediately, Jesus, God himself, comes to us, not physically, but helps us out of the hole that we are in, the trials, and he helps us out of it. And immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. And I thought, that's us right there. I said, man, that's me. That's Jesus telling me, O thou of little faith. Wherefore didst thou doubt? As Peter is, Jesus picked up Peter and he said that to him. It just touched my heart and be like, how that's just me. You know, they call it Thomas, the doubt, doubting Thomas. But as to the real doubter was Peter. Um, Thomas doubted that one time, wasn't it? Um, that was that big time. But Peter has doubted several times in the word of God. And that time was just the point and he just had fear when he could, he should have had faith. He got caught up in the distractions of this world. This world is a shifting sand. Don't tell. I, we all agree if we were in a sand that was sinking, we were sinking down, man, it would be really hard to just focus on the Lord and not focus on our sinking situation, right? We'd be caught up in that moment. Well, sometimes, um, sometimes focusing on the moment, it's not on what, our, what we are doing in the moment. Every, um, when we're, trying to make this, sorry. On, uh, we're living every day moment by moment. I want us to kind of have that Jesus meditation where every moment by moment, every minute by minute, every hour by hour, he would be in our hearts and in our mind. When we think of doing something or we think of just have some way to have a constant reminder that he is with us and not be like Peter. So when the winds come and the storm comes and things are going on and we're thinking crazy, crazy, we remember Jesus Christ and that he is by our sides always. And he's going to be there to stretch forth his hand and catch us. 
Um, I, in my own life, I had, um, some people know I had a um, little bit, I, I'll just say it. I had a relationship that didn't go as God had planned. And I had a hard time coming out of it, I'll be honest. How, oh, how I planned. Okay, it, not how I planned. Okay, that was correct. Thank you, Mom. It's not how I planned, but it was exactly how God planned. And I came out of it, really. Mom, Dad kind of helped me with this, and the Lord just buried my heart just a few, this week. And it just that's why this is so heavy on my heart is um, I just had a hard time trusting the Lord again. I just felt like I put all my trust into Him, and my plans did not go as well as I wanted it to. And I was kind of heartbroken with the Lord. And I was trying to find a way to strengthen my ability so that I would not fall into the same um, hole again. I would not sink again. And it really just hit me what my parents had said. And when I was reading the Word of God, this verse here, and I thought, that's me right there. You know, I got caught up in the wind and the boisterous, the boisterous wind and the storms. And I had fear and I'm sinking right now. And I'm like, I need to come to this point again where I'm like, Lord, you know, Lord, save me. But just to remember to have that faith that I once had and be like, Lord, I trust you and not to have the fear anymore. And I don't have to, I need not to trust in my own ability, but to trust in his ability. Because when I'm weak, he is strong. And uh, some of the uh, things I've written on is how to have, to really believe in the Lord. You know, we all have faith that wavers up and down. And we all believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, just like the chair that we sit in. Um, but sometimes with the Lord, it's, it's more complicated than a chair. We can all agree that. Um, I just, through my own uh, trial and stuff like that, that the Lord has put me through, and we all have gone through trials. We've all had these different things in our life. We have learned to grow in our faith in Him. And I just want a reminder today, as we go about our lives, that we remember to really just believe in Him every day. Set a reminder, read a verse, find ways to remind ourselves through every trial, because we're going to face a trial tomorrow. We're going to face another trial the next day. And moment by moment, um, we're just going to we're going to always be going through this thing, the shifting world, the shifting sand. And we have to remind ourselves to believe on Him, and to believe on Him is to just to hold on to Him. You know, as, you know, just imagine we're about to be sinking in the water to hold on to Christ's hand. Hold on with all that we can. Um, hold fast. And, you know, if we can do that as Christians, if we can truly believe in him and hold on to him, you know, I'm not saying we, we lose our faith or we lose believism, but we, um, it weakens. And we, we don't lose it, but we get weakened by it. And we fall short. And if we can build ourselves in a way, stand ourselves strong, we're putting on the word, the armor of God and building ourselves right like the Lord wants us to and to really just believe on him, hold on to him, we can run with that on the, in this race that we are in as Christians. You know, we go through many things. I know in my own life, I go through many things where, yes, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, but my faith withers or like I believe in him and then I'm fearful of the surrounding things that are going on. And I lose sight. It's easy. You know, it's faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's hard to believe in something we can't see. When we see the things around us and it's creating chaos and it's, da- it's just all that stuff is just distracting. Yeah. We have to come find some way to not have real meditation, but just have that moment by moment with the Lord Jesus. The praying, you know, fasting, having that moment to moment with Jesus where like, 
we are in that wow again, where we're in that moment where it's just like everything else doesn't exist, but he does. Mm-hmm. And the things that we can't, the things that we can see are no longer distraction yeah. because we have faith in the things that we can't see. Jesus yeah. Christ. You know, believe, um, we need to believe and be true and genuine. You know, I think it's about being a good example to others. And as Christians today, you know, we need to, I know that's, you know, that's, I don't know, I find sometimes it's kind of um, just a little make complicated things where I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to work on my faith, but then also make it um, an example for others to have strong faith. So it's like, oh, even though I'm going through something hard and I'm pulling hard into it and holding fast, it doesn't mean I get to treat everybody else wrong. It means I have to treat everybody else how Jesus would, with kindness. And we have to believe in to be true, just like the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, the last thing Satan wants us, as us, um, God's people, is to have real faith, great faith. You know, he, the last thing Satan wants is for us to have real faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, to have that believing that we hold on to him with every situation. Because you know what? Satan wants us to have those temptations that drag us down, make us weak, make us distracted with the things around us. Mm-hmm. Satan wants us that because then that's where he can attack us. As we talked about this, excuse me, in Sunday school, the lion seeking who we may endeavor. He, want, he waits for that moment that we um, stumble behind. We're the slowest of the pack. We're the weakest. And he sees that weak link and he goes for it. Satan wants those moments. So how do we build so we don't have those moments anymore? It's being able to create reminders, create a structure. You know how long... Um, scientists, what scientists have proven, I know that's science is all, not all science, but <laughs> what the scientist said or whatever he was, you ever call, he said that it takes six months to, be, to create a habit. If you have a habit, it's usually because you continued. Everybody's different, but usually an average is six months. So to set a good reminder, I've always tried to set it and try to keep track to keep it six months. Because once it hits that six months, I usually don't even have to pay attention anymore. It's usually just right off the bat. It just gets done really quickly. So if you're like, I want to set this new habit of reading my Bible, reading this verse, praying, keeping something continual or a good reminder in our lives, six months is usually like a good point to be like, okay, once it reaches that point, it usually can stand up on its own two feet. We don't need to keep as much track with it anymore. It's what keeps a a good solid uh, rhythm. Um, and we, to keep away from Satan's influence, a verse that appeared in my, in my mind as we were talking to Sunday school, you know, the distractions of this world and Satan always trying to take, um, we talked about the flesh and Satan trying to always influence us and he, has, he knows our weaknesses and to take down our flesh, take us down. And the thing that occurred to me was 1 John 4, 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he, um, than he that is of in the world, the he that is in the world. <laughs> and that verse occurred to me and I said, you know, just like this today world where we hit through trials and we're like, oh, I can't do this anymore, Lord. All right, we go through. And I think, I don't know, sometimes we, I get in these moments where I'm all about myself and all about me. And no, it's not what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about him. Right. And it's supposed to be, well, Lord, I'm just too weak. Well, when I'm weak, he is strong. Amen. And a greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus Christ, we have the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. So much more power than Satan in this world can ever have. We have way more power than that. And one of the things that I would just um, give strength in all of us Christians today is, so one of these things, I talked about this with my dad a little earlier and he thought it was pretty cool. I watched this one video about real 
how we all have this real power. And I thought this really is very applicable for us Christians. And um, he thought it was going to be something else. <laughs> but what the real power that we all have is our voice. You know how the confession is made? Um, that verse, um, confession is made into um, salvation. Um, but also in more, in more ways, the Bible talks about, well, this right here, his word. You know, that's just great proof. Our greatest power is our voice. God gave us a voice. How is God going to destroy the whole nations? With his mouth, with his words. Mm-hmm. And we for, I think we forget sometimes how powerful our words can be. We can, you know, people build nations on words. People destroy nations with words. Um, and in our all Christian's life and these distractions of these world, we sometimes create these distractions with our words. Sometimes we create them ourselves. Sometimes we, um, yeah, just with our words, we have to be extremely careful. And we can destroy these distractions and put focus on the Lord. The one that needs this, you know, that we need in our lives is with our words. You know, how we can, when I say I want us to remind ourselves to believe on, to hold on to him, is so that we become men and women of action. And when the world is doing chaos, you know, in the, I don't know if they do this everywhere, but um, on this one video, it was in the military, and it would show these people doing snipers. They were shooting their snipers, and uh, what this person did is, what I forget, so they, what did he do? He shot the ground, I think, or he, uh, that's what he did, so he shot the ground next to them while they made this, the shot at the same time to see how well they did. Only three people made it. But that's just the distractions. Like, how can you shoot in heavy fire, you know? So only three people are able to shot the ground. They shot the people that hit the target still. And while the shot was going, though, those were the people that won. And that's sometimes through our lives as we believe and hold on to Lord Jesus Christ. So when the distractions are happening, yes, the wind is boisterous. Yes, the storms are coming. Yes, this crazy stuff is going on and the shifting sand. We can hold on with faith. And believe on him that we're not going to sink. And we can trust in that in Lord Jesus Christ. You know, and when God or, you know, yeah, when God calls us or asks us to give a gospel track, share the gospel, um, lead singing, or um, minister to this person, help out in this way, we don't have fear going into it. Give this or do that. You know, we all have different ways in the ministry. We all have different ways. Um, the Lord has different things he's used our lives in the ministry. So when God asks us to do stuff like that, we don't have fear. We have faith. We believe on him. We hold to him. And we can run with that. As Christians, if we can run with that and run this race like that, that's exactly how we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it was just how much amazing if we could give that to our Lord. If we could use this speech, this mouth that we have. You know, that's why this world today and just the government, they're... They're teaching kids and kids less and less about what you say in vocab. They're trying to take away our most powerful tools, our words. They're trying, why, why would they try to take that away? It's because it's our most powerful thing is what we say. Mm-hmm. You know, you, what you say can make somebody not want to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ the rest of their life, and now they're going to hell. Like, that's, that's crazy. One person is going to hell because of what we said mm-hmm. and the power of that. Just that one word we could say. And then by one word, or a few, not one word, I'm just using an example. By one word, um, not literally one word, but just by the words of our mouths, we can lead someone to the Lord. And they can be going to heaven for the rest of their life. How powerful our words are. And it should be meant 
to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ. Man, if we, you know, if we give this, our heart, to the Lord Jesus Christ and believe on him with all our heart and hold on to him, and with our brains, that that would be clear and that our minds would be on him, living by moment to moment with him and serving him. And then with our mouth, be serving the Lord with all that we can. Man, if we could just run with that. I don't know why I like that word. It's probably just me. Um, if we could just run with that, it would just be amazing how we could serve God. If you like, for some of you older people, you can, if you could walk with that, that would be amazing. First John 2, 6. He that saved the abide in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. You know, if we could walk as the Lord Jesus Christ did and serve him to the best that we can. That was a joke, but I also was using from the Bible as well, <laughs> just to help you all out. You, know, you don't have to physically run, just so you know. You can physically walk with the Lord and serve him like this. If we could run, walk with the Lord like this, this would be amazing in all our lives. This is something I have learned the Lord has put on my heart. I just thought I just the Lord put my heart to share with everybody else. Maybe this could be a blessing. And how we can just, man, if we could believe on him and hold to him like we should. It'd be amazing. And not fall and not doubt or have that fear that Peter did. You know, Peter was a great man. He served God greatly. I'm not trying to make any poor thing that he did, but he, he made the same mistakes that we did. He was an amazing disciple who served God, and he was just like us. Yeah. So, man, how we can serve God after, you know, stuff like that happens to us. We can build up and be better for him. And that's all I have for today, everybody. All right. So you want to close prayer, Pastor? I can. All right. I'm closing prayer. All right. We'll close in prayer, and then we can be dismissed and go home. All right, Lord, thank you for this wonderful day, Lord, you've given us. Um, I thank you for um, the pastor, for his preaching this morning, um, Sunday school, and this morning, Lord, and what a blessing it all was. Um, Lord, and the armor of God that we've been studying, Lord, and how to be stronger and to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Lord, I thank you for um, a pastor willing to serve you, Lord, and to preach what you've put on his heart. Lord, I thank you for um, all the right tools we need, Lord, to serve you every day. Lord, I pray that um, this week we would work on what you've given us this week, um, today. I mean, start the next week we work on what you've given us today. The armor of God, um, excuse me, um, putting on the whole armor of God, Lord, going through that and to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And Lord, having the right mind, a Christ-like mind. And Lord, also just believing in you with everything that we have. Not just our hearts, but with our minds, with everything that we are. That we believe in you, hold on to you, Lord. And Lord, to have this mindset that every moment would be about you and not just it wouldn't be about us that we could believe and trust and have faith in you lord and lord uh, that we would have great faith or the bible says as faith is as small as a mustard seed that we could say to this mountain i'm paraphrasing say to this mountain move on hence or that we could move mountains with just the faith of a mustard seed um we could climb mountains lord with the amazing faith that you give lord i pray give us the strength the power, Lord, when we are weak, you are strong, Lord. Help us to fully trust and believe and have faith in you. And, Lord, no matter what happens in whatever day, life, that we, anything we have in our lives, Lord, that we always learn and remember to believe and have faith in you, Lord, no matter what. And that we can always trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, you are dismissed.